This week we talk about one man's epic attempt to solve reality, the time cube theory. Welcome back everyone to the Swerve Podcast. It's your co-host Izzo. I'm also joined here by Magnum. What's up, everybody? If you're a first-time listener and you're wondering what you've stumbled across, we're the Swerve Podcast, and we are two random dudes on a mission to understand everything in the universe, one obscure topic at a time. So our premise here is very simple. Every week, we pick a listener-requested topic, we research it, and then discuss it on the fly during the podcast. Having said that, uh, maybe before we get into today's topic, which is crazy, talking about a time cube, uh, Izzo, you have some important words to say. Yes, uh, we have a Patreon. It's www.patreon.com slash the swerve podcast. What what you will find there is two tiers. There's a $1 ride the wave tier, and that'll give you access to our bonus episodes that we release every month, and you'll get the access to the entire library. There's also the $3 slap the ass tier, and what that'll give you, it'll give you access to that library of episodes, but you will get both the Patreon and main episodes a few days before anyone else. So you'll get them on Sundays rather than the typical drop time of Wednesdays. Hell yeah. We also have a, an, an important tradition on this podcast. Izzo, do you want to enlighten us on our tradition? Yeah, the tradition is that we like to drink and get drunk depending on how long the episode is. <laughs> so typically what we start with is a round table at the beginning, just letting you know what we're drinking and they're usually... Or they try to be listener recommended, but oftentimes we just kind of come up with something that we haven't tried before and or just keep it classic. So uh, right now I'll start us off. I got something called a Bay Breeze. It's oh, vodka, dude, cranberry juice, and pineapple juice. And then there's some limes in there and some fuzzy peaches as well. So oh, like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Going off the fuzzy peach train. Yeah. No, it looks good for listeners who can't see it. Uh, we will have it on our Instagram, but it actually looks sick. It's got like a lime and like a nice little, what do you call it, garnish? A fuzzy peach garnish. Yeah. And then a metal straw because, you know, we we like the turtles. So Yeah. Environmentally sound <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, I think, so I have an interesting thing that I'm drinking. Uh, you can't see what it is, but basically this is just a whiskey, but it's not just any whiskey. This is Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. I don't know if you've heard of this before. Are you familiar? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah? It's so fucking good, uh, especially if you like peanut butter or like uh, the Reese's Cup candy yeah. thing. It's fucking amazing. It's like, uh, it's whiskey, so I'm drinking it on the rocks with one of our uh, big-ass spherical ice ball in it to keep it cool. But like, it tastes amazing. It's, it's, it tastes like peanut butter. I mean, it's peanut butter whiskey, obviously, but like it's it's delicious. Hmm. No, I've heard of it. Always wanted to try it. Never have. So basing it off yep. your recommendation, I should probably buy some pretty soon. I would highly recommend it. It's uh, kind of one of my go to's now before I go to bed. Not all the time because I'm not a <laughs> fucking alcoholic. Um, but, you know, I'll pour myself a glass and my whiskey glass. I'll sit down on the couch by my reading light. And I'll just like sit and drink whiskey and read, and it's fucking awesome. The only thing that I'm missing would be sick if I had like a handgun. <laughs> I was just <laughs> reading and drinking whiskey, twirling a handgun. Um, but this is Canada, <laughs> and unfortunately, that is just a fantasy for me at this point. 
I don't know. It just seems badass. It's like, uh, or like petting a, a hairless cat or something. Yeah. One of the two. I don't know. Either like, a handgun or a hairless cat. One of the two. <laughs> the peanut butter whiskey kind of make not knock it, but it kind of makes it seem like a childish thing. Like a it's it's <laughs> for a child. So like that and like I don't know one of those fake cigars. That's how you spend your nights. <laughs> oh yeah, a cigar would be sick. Yeah, but, but no, that peanut butter whiskey. I've known about it for years now. Yeah, no, it's 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 great. So I'm gonna I've got two shots and a big ice cube for that. Um, going for this podcast here. Let's just hop into the basics here. So before saying any more about this, um, this topic was actually recommended by Nancy on Instagram. So shout out to you, Nancy. Fuck yeah, we're doing it crazy topic i didn't expect it to be what it was um, but this is called the time cube theory and i initially my first impression when it was recommended i thought it was going to be like a physicist discussing some kind of novel theory on time or something like some obscure physicist no this is like i don't know i don't know what, what would be the correct way to describe what this guy is he's like Maybe he's, he's just, it's just like ramblings of either a genius or like the craziest person you've ever seen or heard <laughs> yeah. or read. Um, <laughs> probably not genius, but, but that's what my impression was when I first saw the topic and it turned out to be completely different, but it's, it's amazing. This topic is fucking sick there just to get into it, to set it up. Basically, there's a. Um, the, you've heard of the concept like of a theory of everything. They just call them toes or like T O E theories of everything. Not until this episode, but okay. But yeah, basically, like there's a lot of physicists and like really smart people that they have like their own theory of everything, where they try and explain all of reality from like a fundamental level. So you have these guys spend like thirty to fifty years trying to solve literally the greatest mystery of all time like what is reality what the fuck is this like what what the hell am i doing right now you know what i mean like and they just like spend 30 years trying to solve this this is kind of what i thought this topic would be so like for instance you got people like chris langdon he's got this cognitive theoretic model of the universe that's his toe or theory of everything um, some listeners might have heard of Eric Weinstein. He's been around on a lot of podcast circuits. He has his theory of everything, geometric unity. And then you have, all, like, there's many, many others, like, many others. And I kind of thought that this would be a theory of everything from this Eugene Ray guy. And I guess you could, it technically is, but, like, it's not as thorough, even close, as you would expect from, like, a physicist yeah right yeah there's no real science behind it <laughs> essentially <laughs> is what i got from it there's logic i guess there's some logic base to it so i don't want to completely knock it there's some logic used um but you have to agree with the fundamental axioms to agree with, with the conclusions he makes but i just want to say this topic it's it took me by surprise but it's awesome i I couldn't stop reading this guy's stuff 
once I started researching. And we're going to go through it. This is topic is bananas. This is a bananas topic. It's crazy. It's bizarre. It's from the depths of the internet. Um, it gained mainstream attention about two decades ago. And let's just go through the basics before we get in any further into it. But basically where all this is coming from, there was this TimeCube website. It was a personal website um, created by the world's wisest man. Um, he was self-proclaimed wisest man, but that's what he said. And his name was Eugene Ray. And he alleged that all modern science was a conspiracy and hiding the truth of reality. And he's like, fuck it, I'm getting to the bottom of it. This is all fake. This is a giant conspiracy. So <laughs> he alleged that the this is like the fundamental crux of his time cube theory. He says the truth was e that each day, it actually consists of four days occurring simultaneously. Nature's harmonic simultaneous four-day time cube. This is like the premise of his whole thing. There's actually four days simultaneously going on and a square has four corners so we're calling it a time cube <laughs> that's <laughs> what we're like i guess <laughs> right yeah. it's like, like a cube doesn't even fucking have you know what i like, what the fuck yeah no like immediately people are probably like what the fuck one day having four i'm out um that's kind of how I was initially as well. Maybe still am. <laughs> Dude, if you listen to this guy, there's actually some, it's hard to find recordings of him, but there are recordings of him kind of like podcast style because he did some interviews, but they're hard to find. And I'm just, did you, did you hear any of these or no, I didn't. just by chance? Yeah, no. there's these, they're really tricky to find, but you can find it. And he, uh, when you listen to him talk for a bit, he starts making sense and you're like, holy <laughs> shit. It's like you start getting worried. You're like, why, why does he make so much sense? Is he, is he just charismatic <laughs> or? Uh, kind of, yeah. He sounds like Boomhauer from uh, King of the Hill. Okay. But slowed down a little bit. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like just kind of says shit. And you don't really know. But he's a slower version of Boomhauer. It's, it's awesome. Maybe we'll, we'll play some in the podcast just so people can get a, a taste of it. Right, it has uh, four corners. Uh, when it shines at midday, it simultaneously creates a midnight. Where the two majors join, it creates the two minors of sun up and sundown. Well, here's in the cube, you can see it. You can't deny that. All for any academic institution, any professor, $10,000 to disprove it. They can't disprove it, so they ignore it and run and hide. So basically, Ray, this Ray Eugene guy, this is the guy who had the time cube theory, he believed that he obtained super intelligence and that this gave him insights into the true nature of reality. And he said he worked 20 years on his theory, and he can't find anything to disprove it. Nothing. So he even, he's made a bunch of offers. They ranged from $1,000 to $10,000. Most of them were $10,000 that I found. And he just, that was his bet. He's like, hey, I'll give you $10,000 cash money if anyone can prove me wrong. And no one could. Uh, I don't no one could but could he prove his theory right <laughs> you're asking you, that doesn't make sense well no it's, it's the question doesn't make sense basing his theory <laughs> on any modern 
the scientific knowledge because that's all a conspiracy. So then it's like, how can you disprove him? Because you'd be like, no, in my theory, like that doesn't make that's that's that doesn't apply. So therefore, yeah, it's you, wrong, and I'm right. It's like fuck off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you you to disprove him, you have to disprove his internal um, structure of being, basically. Yeah. So it's like his subject, his own subjective existence. Like you would have to disprove that. So it's it's just like disproving any religion or like any belief anybody has. It's like you you can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? If they just if you just believe it, it's like oh, it's true, right? So yeah, it's, I'm just you couldn't just you can't disprove them. Yeah, there's other theories them. like you can't disprove that we're not in a simulation. You can't disprove that we are in a simulation. Stuff like that. It's just yeah, basic questions yeah. that. We're too critical of this guy. I yeah. think this guy might have been on to something. And uh, I'm <laughs> I'll save my critique till uh well, no, it's too hard not to critique, but I'll try uh I'll try <laughs> I'll try not shit on him too much so far. Well I'll Well I'll uh I'll shit on him throughout. So <laughs> just just what the listeners can expect. Fair enough. So Ray actually uh, he gave a lecture at MIT about his time cube theory in January 2002. This is real. He gave a lecture at MIT. Like, okay. right? <laughs> that's like going to that's like going to Harvard or Princeton or something like that, and like giving a lecture on like anything really, like just some theory you cocked up and have a website about. So he did that. I will say it was student organized and it was an extracurricular event, um, but it happened. And he made his $10,000 offer there too. Um, and no, no professors attempted to stop him. And that's, that's real. No professors attempted to stop him. His $10,000 offer was on the table, $10,000 cash money. No one could stop him. He, he just, the lecture went. The, the problem is the video is lost. You can't actually find the video of the MIT lecture, but there is a small section of the video online and there's photos of the event. So like it happened. It's there. It's just not the whole lecture you can find because this is like 2002. This is like 20, 21 years ago. It's been lost to time. It's been lost to the time cube. <laughs> um. So by 2003, basically, Ray, he was an internet celebrity. He didn't want to be one, um, but he said that no one understood the theory. So he had to keep writing about the time cube theory on his website because no one could get it. So he, he didn't want to have to keep promoting stuff, but like he's getting invited to MIT. He's, he's got like this cult following on the internet. So he's just rolling with it. Um, you know, he's selling merch and shit too and like taking donations and stuff. I'm sure it was semi-lucrative for him at the time. Um, I should say this is very similar to our Birds Aren't Real episode. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's it's very the same similar concept where you have like an out an outrageous idea, but it gains like a cult following and like kind of everybody's just like, yeah, fuck time cube theory. It's like, yeah, birds aren't real. Like, 
same kind of shit. Uh, for listeners who don't know what we're talking about, we did an episode on the birds aren't real conspiracy. Uh, I recommend checking that one out. It's hilarious as well. But anyways, so Ray, he's gaining this popularity. And then in 2005, he spoke at George, the Georgia Institute of Technology as well. He um, attacked the instruction that was being offered by academia. And this event was pretty big for like some random lecturer showing up. It had 230 attendees. So like he's going around like, I don't know, can you just go to like a lecture, like Georgia Institute of Technology and have 230 people show up? No, we can't. Yeah, I mean. So it's impressive. I guess. But was this one student organized as well? I didn't, I don't have the information on that, but I would assume it was something similar. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was the physics department. They just invited him. <laughs> <laughs> it was the probably not, but psychiatric funny. department that invited him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get him, get him, get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like immune to like the, the shots to like knock him out. They just don't work on him. He's like, it's four days simultaneously. <laughs> He's like knocked out in one day, but not the third day or whatever the fuck he's talking about (laughs) (laughs) you can't kill him because he just dies in one of the other days not that not this day time cube um anyways speaking of death he did die he passed away march 18th 2015 at the age of 87 years old his website is preserved by the Wayback machine highly recommend listeners to go check it out uh just you could just read you spend five minutes reading through it it's fucking funny we're going to go through a lot of it here, but it's 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 a piece of his, of weird internet history that's uh, actually, it's funny. I laughed a lot reading what he has to say about shit. So coming out of the basics, what I would like to do is explain the main concepts, go through his writings, and basically we're going to have a fuckload of quotes uh, from his website, and we're just going to try to have fun with them and outline his theory using them. But before we get into any of that, let's just talk about this main concept. Because uh, there, there's this is what he's trying to say. He's basically all modern physics and education is wrong. Time is wrong too. And it's a global conspiracy. So time's fake. Um, doesn't exist. Um, he believes that each day is actually four separate days. And they occur simultaneously. And he distinguishes them as sun up midday sundown and midnight so those are the four flavors of day i guess that occur simultaneously now if that doesn't make sense to you this will make it make more sense so sun up this is equivalent to morning and jesus christ um like the lord and savior jesus christ lives there in sun up now midday This is equivalent to early afternoon. And Socrates, the great philosopher, Socrates lives there. (laughs) (laughs) Sundown, this is late afternoon or equivalent to late afternoon. And the Clintons live there. And finally, most importantly, midnight. This is equivalent to evening and Albert Einstein, the great physicist of our century or previous century and this century, I guess, he lives there. 
So that's what this is. There's four components occurring simultaneously, and they all have some kind of celebrity associated with them. I'm just surprised that the Clintons are on the same level as Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think those Hillary Clinton emails were leaked at the time. (laughs) Yeah. I think Bill just like balanced the budget and like was very likable. <laughs> I don't think those uh, the the Hinton or what's the Clinton body count was a thing or anything like that. He probably thought highly of them. Yeah, that Bill Clinton, he's balancing the budget. <laughs> was he was like the president at the time, right? Or during uh, he, he during Time oh. Cube? No, it would have been uh, George Bush Jr. Hmm. I believe Clinton well, was in, in like 2000, but like the 90s was Bill Clinton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry, listeners, we're Canadian. We're just we <laughs> don't know, but we kind of have the dates. Um, I can say more about this. Let's say more because it, it, I understand it's tricky to get your head around. It's very, it's very, it's very complicated. But what he has to say, he says the there's. Three equator, four corner Earth, time rotates 96 hours as a simultaneous four-day cube. We were taught that the Earth has only one equator, as if the Earth was flat. You were taught ignorance. Creation has two sex poles and four corner races of humans. God is cornered as a queer. (laughs) So that's, that's a little bit more information. Now kind of the theory is coming together a little bit. (laughs) um i have i have a series of quotes i want to read because this this will explain the theory a little bit more succinctly than basically we're we're just throwing words out we're trying to figure out what this means but this will explain it a little bit better he says quote when the sun shines upon earth two major time points are created on opposite sides of the earth known as midday and midnight where the two major time forces join, synergy creates two new minor time points we recognize as sun up and sun down. The four equidistant time points can be considered as a time square imprinted upon the circle of Earth. In a single rotation of the Earth's sphere, each time corner point rotates through the other three corner time points, thus creating 16 corners. 96 hours and four simultaneous 24-hour days within a single rotation of Earth, equated to a higher order of lifetime cube, end quote. So basically, he, he believes that linear time is actually cubic in nature, as opposed to, I don't know. I'm trying here, is yeah. it? <laughs> It honestly just sounds like what we already experience. Like at any point in Earth, in a 24 hour cycle, you're going to get your morning, your afternoon, your evening, and your midnight. Like that's just one full rotation. But like at different points of the Earth, like they're going through the opposite. So I guess in a way. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's right. I think that's kind of what he's saying four quadrants of earth are going to experience four different things in one rotation. Therefore it's a cube. (laughs) So he's trying, I think what he's trying to say 
is, yeah, like you said, I guess the easiest way to, if I were to put my head in his head, is like when you are experiencing daytime where the sun is not shining, like on the other side of the earth, it's nighttime. So, and he's like, those are actually like, well, they are, those are occurring at the same time. Yeah. But he's saying they're, they're actually separate. Like we think it's the same time, but he's saying they're actually distinct and separate. Well, there's separate days. Like one day could be, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> January 10th. The next day could be January 11th. That's kind of how time zones work. When did time <laughs> zones come to play? <laughs> Uh, no, he's completely against time zones. He has a whole thing on that. Mm. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just trying to give him. <laughs> I'm going to contact his estate for $10,000. Like, I disproved <laughs> him. I need money. <laughs> yeah. And I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I think he's trying to say. Like, so for instance, say we're on opposite sides of the earth. I get on a phone call with you. And like, we're, we know at eight o'clock my time and like whatever time your time, the equivalent is we're gonna pit both pick up the phone there's like a simultaneity to it yeah he's saying that doesn't exist and i guess technically you could if you want to get into the deep you know like general relativity interpretation of everything like i guess you can't or special relativity rather i guess that's technically true like there's no such thing as simultaneity but i think he's saying it even different i don't think he's using einstein i think he's just trying to say like no like you're in the light experiencing something and someone's in the dark on the other side of the earth experiencing something. And we think it's happening at the same time, but they're, they're distinctly different. There's like, what would you say? There's a separation is what I guess he's trying to say. And we just don't know it. Yeah. That's my interpretation of what he's saying. And it's happening like on the other four points too, not just the two. That I'm saying. It's like a square. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I just sound crazy. I'm just trying to understand what the fuck um, he's saying. Right now, what I'm thinking about is like those things in like school where people would make them where you like with your fingers, you uh, make like a square and then it's like open and close it a few times. Ask them oh, to pick numbers uh, and what colors. Are those called? I don't know. But then they open it up and they read you something. Oh. I, I imagine that's what he was doing for 30 to 50 years. Just <laughs> what are you experiencing? <laughs> Dude, those were fucking the shit. What are those little paper things? I don't know. And like there was, you could always, uh, yeah, I remember because you'd be like, pick a number. And then this, the person, and it's like, pick a color. And it's like, and then like pick a letter. And it's then you, you do it again. And then like you flip it open and it's like some dumb shit. It's like, you smell like poo. And it's like everyone laughs and it's like hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they were the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Your father doesn't love you. Just like really like crazy shit. Um, okay, going through this theory to get through this. Uh, he kind of, Everything he's talking about, he calls it the theory of fours. So for Ray humans and creation are a quarter of one corner and therefore cubic in nature. The baby, the child, the parent, and the grandparent, they, you can't be all four of those at one time. One dies to become the other. So it's like 
a metamorphosis is what he's trying to say. Everything created has a top, bottom, front, back, and two sides. Earth and the solar system are examples of that. Everyone has four grandparents, and they each, those grandparents each have four grandparents, so it's really like 16. But really, 16 is just four fours. So this is like examples of his theory of fours. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Kinda. It's a, a little bit. It's just a cycle. Just just as, you know, the time cycle for a 24-hour period at different points of Earth, the same thing right now. It's just the life cycle of a human. And he's like, no, it's yeah. distinct. You can't be all four at once. But you can, technically. No, you cannot. You could. How? Are you saying <laughs> what fucking what what I don't know. <laughs> you could be like two of the four, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You could technically be a child and a parent. Like you have these teen pregnancies and shit all the you, time. You could be a parent and a grandparent at the same time as being somebody's child, at the same time as being someone Yeah. You can't you know. be the baby. But you are somebody's baby. You can't be four all at one time. Maybe three. <laughs> His law, you, you're not, see, you didn't get the $10,000. He's, <laughs> he got you there. <laughs> you can't be the baby. You can't be the child. You can't be the parent. You can't be the grandparent. It's super gay. You can't be all four at the same time. <laughs> Are you doing like an Adam Sandler impersonation? Cause that's kind of what I'm getting. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I'm trying to talk. That's kind of maybe what he sounds like a little bit. Okay. Not really. Uh. <laughs> Getting like Billy Madison vibes now. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I do agree with him. Like everything has a top, bottom, front, back, and two sides. Yeah. I mean, it's how 3D <laughs> objects work. <laughs> it's so, so far, so far on the same page and 16 really is just four fours. <laughs> so, sure. So we'll give him that. We'll give him that. His theory of fours is sound. His, it's sound. It's good philosophy. <laughs> I, you just prove. You tell me. Sixteen's not four fours. What are we talking about? It is, but sixteen is also two eights. No. <laughs> yeah, but two eights. Two eights is just sixteen, which is just four fours. Yeah. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Before we continue the episode, if you're enjoying our One Corner Face podcast, the people you hang out with probably will too. Do us a solid and please pass on this episode to your social media friends on Facebook, Twitter, or other platforms. We would definitely appreciate your support. I'd also like to take this time to shout out some of our valued listeners. Shout out to Bat ST Chip, Gayron420, Just Shelly221, Desert Grown Trees, Grey Wolf911X, Mayank Negi, Thans Baba, Gender. Seabass underscore 149, The Idahonian, Snakes and Knives, and SF Baby Doll for liking our shit on Instagram. Kudos and present energy to you all. Lastly, massive epic big shout out to our new Patreons, Joey Schaefer and Joseph Schaefer. I'm not sure if you are the same person or two different people, but you are both awesome. If so, 
Also, shout out to The Potato, another new Patreon supporter with possibly the best alias yet. Thanks for the support. To everyone else, please feel free to submit your topic or drink recommendations at www.theswervepodcast.com. May good karma and vibes with all of you. Back to the show. So that's the time cube theory in a nutshell. We'll, we'll get more light on it as we get through his actual writings. But I want to talk about like kind of if you, if you were to go to the website and go through everything, kind of what you're going to encounter, just like the style of writing that he's putting out there on this website. Basically, just to describe it briefly, it's kind of like if you were to go to the website right now, it's just um, literally a wall of vertical text. And how it works is the very first thing he posted is at the bottom and everything new gets stacked on top of it. So it's just like years and years of writing all stacked up on one each on one another. And the stuff at the top is the most recent. And it's just a vertical text all the way down. And it's kind of everything's like different colors. There's like red, blue and black text. And it's kind of stylized and split by lines. So it's not just like a, a black and white wall of words. It's sectioned, um, I don't know, like interestingly. So you can just like read it pretty well. Um, the background of the website, it's like a grid. And there's like these weird like warp patterns at various points on the grid. Like, you know, when you picture like... A, physicists when they put they have like a grid and they have like a sun on the grid and it like warps it yeah it's kind of like that and that's kind of like what it is and then he just has like these crazy writings about shit and there's like different themes that i kind of picked up on as i was going through it and one of the first themes was he keeps talking about like how opposites cancel each other out and this is like one of his big ideas so like the universe is not just singular, it has an opposite. And if you were to sum them together, you'd get zero. And then he says in the same way, like male and female are opposite. And if you were to put them together, they would just cancel each other out in the same way. Um, this, I don't know, this sounds like uh, something like, you know, like a priest would say to like, one of the young church members to like keep them like celibate until marriage or some shit. You're going to say, keep them straight. Like if you have two (laughs) males, they don't cancel out. You need a male and a female. God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking like, it could be that because to me, that's a, this is a very gay statement. Like yeah. male and females will cancel each other out. It's kind of like, no, don't go around being straight. Like you be gay because you yeah. won't cancel out. <laughs> Put the universe <laughs> off balance slightly. Yeah. So I don't even know what the fuck he's saying, but I guess to him, like anytime a male and female comes, it's like anti-matter. They just like cancel each other out. I don't know. I don't know. Is this like, it's, does he just have like real pride or something? Is he like marching in parades? Like... <laughs> What kind of a statement is this? I can't make sense of it. Well, actually, you have the male and female, so the straight couples cancel each other out. And then, like, the gay couples and the lesbian couples, they also cancel each other out. Because it's like, if you think of one is, like, a positive number and one's a negative, they cancel each other out, too. So, 
Yeah, the gay, like lesbians cancel out the gays. Yeah. That's in the LGBT, the L and the G cancel out. And the yeah. B and the T cancel out. And there's four of them. So that's why it's a cube. It's LBGT is cubic. <laughs> and then the plus is like plus because you can do four fours to get 16. Yeah, there's four corners in the plus. Uh, and yes. Yeah. Technic- I guess like you could say four four spaces. So this all makes this yeah. So he's on. He's 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 you know he's got it. He knows what time it is. He's either he super like pro LGBTQ or he's just a homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what I wonder which one. <laughs> we'll get into some of these uh, quotes, but he did say God is cornered as a queer. <laughs> That is that is in his writing. Um, now, uh, while we're on this opposites canceling each other out, academics and religion. This is him speaking, not me. Academics and religion teach a singularity, and he says that that's evil because the universe only can exist as opposites. So any idea of like a singularity is evil. So I guess he'd be very against AI and that whole accelerationism movement with technology i suppose um fair fair so see he's got some points now he i have a series of things he said that i just picked up on this isn't an exhaustive list but this is a thorough list of just (laughs) what you can expect to find on this website this is just like weird shit that i can't make sense of that he says like even more so i can't make sense of so he (laughs) says (laughs) quote his cubic wisdom debunks one sex gods, end quote. And that one doesn't make sense because how can you have one sex gods? Like you have one, but then it's plural. So what am I? Am I just not thinking cubically or? Each like male god also needs a female god. So knowing the cubic wisdom, you would know that a male god would need an equal female god, so therefore one, just look right, at yeah. one singularity of a god, doesn't make sense. Yeah, and that's why the cubic wisdom debunks yeah. one sex gods. Because yeah. there has to be, at least, yeah, it has balanced to zero, and in that case it doesn't. So it makes perfect sense. Damn it. <laughs> the, okay, the next one, Let's hopefully he doesn't get me here. Says, quote, cube has six sides or no top and bottom, end quote. No top and bottom. So a cube has six sides, but there's no top and bottom. Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the fuck that means. Because if you're looking at it, because basically what you're saying, it's just you're assigning words at that point. Right? Because if you look at a cube, like it's going to have a top and bottom relative to what you define as top and bottom. But they could also just be considered sides. <laughs> this fucking guy. Because it's all equal. He's. That's the message of the time cube. That's really what it's all about. It's all equal. Everything. There's no top and bottom. Yeah. In gay sex. 
<laughs> but there is a power bottom, which he did not consider. <laughs> but there's, yeah, there's no six. It's just six sides. There's no, it's just, it's just six sides. It's just six. Yeah. There's just six sides. Okay. Quote, a mother and baby are the same age. End quote. I don't. <laughs> what? Yeah, this one, uh, this one's going to be hard to <laughs> kind of rationalize. I think, I think I can do it. If you, uh, if you start counting age at the baby's birth, because she's not a mother before the birth, right? Mm-hmm. So she's only a mother at birth. So the baby and the mother are the same age. Like, uh. let's say her name's Caroline. Caroline could be 30, but Caroline mother is only mother when the baby's born. Okay, so they are the same age because a baby is a baby. That's what I'm saying. This guy's a fucking genius sometimes. Where's this page? I'm going to donate some money. <laughs> yeah, where's... <laughs> Send this guy some money. Okay, <laughs> um, uh, quote, if I tell a human that his four-corner head, in brackets, nose, two ears, and back corner, end bracket, has only a one-corner face, the dumbass will say to me, prove it. He knows not that his face is a corner, end quote. <laughs> I think that's just insulting. <laughs> yeah. I don't even really know what that means. Corner face? His face is a corner? I think this is this is when he's a little uh, like he's he's stepped a little too far out of the Overton window. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. yeah. I can't pro- I can't rationalize this. Nose two two ears in a back corner? What's your back corner? Like the little bump on the back of your head that everyone has. <laughs> Is the, the back? <laughs> did, the, did the bottoms know a lot about this back corner or what? <laughs> <Are> those... <laughs> Is that a bottom thing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. This one's good. This kind of goes into one of our Patreon-exclusive episodes. It kind of tied in a little bit, our uh, psychedelic Christmas episode. Quote, Truth about Santa Claus debunks Santa God. God evolves from Santa. End quote. And if you believe the, the psycho, what was it, the psychedelic theory of the origins of Christmas, that makes sense, right? If you're tripping balls and you're seeing God... And Santa was just um, an evolution from the the psychedelic experience of these mushrooms, these mushroom trips these Siberians were having. This one also makes... So, you know, I, I started this section saying I can't make sense of any of these, and I think we made sense of the majority of them. Yeah, I'm still thinking about the corner face one trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. But the, the Santa one, sure, like... The shaman that delivered you the uh, magic mushrooms and you see him as Santa, 
he evolves from the mushrooms into God. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Th- <laughs> this is just like if you were to read a bunch of this like vertical wall of text on his website. There's just like a general insulting tone um, to the reader, like just constantly and continuously. So like I have a couple quotes from this. Uh, the first one is quote, educated, cubeless, stupid. You think stupid. Why worship a dumb one day God when I demonstrate four simultaneous 24 hour days within a single 24 hour rotation of earth? End quote. Uh, the next one he's quote, you're too stupid to know opposite creation end quote and then finally quote hey stupid are you too dumb to know there are four different simultaneous 24-hour days within a single rotation of earth end quote so he just calls people stupid all the time like just (laughs) cubeless cubeless yeah instead of clueless they're cubeless (laughs) (laughs) dude this guy's clever as fuck i didn't even catch that You know, see, this is what I'm saying. The more you start listening to this guy, the more he starts making sense. He's like, a mother and baby did the same thing. And you're like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. A mother and baby did the same. And then you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a cube just has six sides. It's no top and bottom. And you're like, what the fuck? Ah, fuck you. <laughs> he just, like, says shit. It's, like, true in, like, some weird niche way of thinking about it. Um, so the other thing that's very interesting throughout his writings, he just shits on teachers randomly, like, and students, like he just shits, he just like hates teachers and like, uh, I think just like has like a distaste for, uh, what would you say? Like academia or like the education system. Yeah. Because they're teaching evil. See, you get it now. Uh, so I'm just going to read some shit here. He says, I'm flabbergasted that the big brother hired pendants can brainwash and indoctrinate the powerful antipode human mind to ignore the simple math of four simultaneous 24 hour days within a single rotation of earth to worship one and trash three magnificent evil job by teachers. Um, he says, uh, creation is cubic. But you are educated, singularity, stupid by academic bastards. <laughs> um, I like this next one. He's like, if the United States buries 80,000 tons of nuclear waste inside Mother Earth for our children to inherit, then Americans will be the most evil bastards to ever inhabit a planet. A proper burial spot for nuclear waste is under academic institutions. <laughs> so he's just like, uh, he just doesn't like academia. He's just um, a school shooter that grew up. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, the Swerve Podcast, edgy. <laughs> um, he's uh, what's this? I don't even know what this next one is, but I'm gonna read it. He says. The hollow time cube in which the four quadrant corners of Earth rotate equates to your four-corner bedroom or to a four-corner classroom, which represents the four corners of Earth. 
in which stupid and evil pendants teach dumb students one corner knowledge. Okay, so he's like the one corner thing. Like he doesn't like one corner, like the singularity. He likes four corners. So I guess, I don't know. He says, I can't believe that stupid ass students allow suppression of the time cube. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much him saying, I can't believe they're not teaching this stuff in class. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm a genius. (laughs) Dude, that's basically what he he says all the time. (laughs) He's like, I've been telling everybody about this and they just keep not putting it in the curriculum. Um, then the last one, he's like, there is nothing so dumb, stupid, and evil as a cubeless educator, except for their evil, dumb, stupid ass students. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, he just like peppers these statements in, in like, maybe like every third paragraph, there's just like, like something to shit on a teacher or a student. It's just funny. <laughs> like just out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, he just calls shit. This is another theme. He just calls shit evil all the time. Like, it's literally like every paragraph, there's the word evil bolded and underlined. Uh, <laughs> so, like, you just always call shit evil. So, like, one thing he said, quote, ignoring cubium indicts you evil, end quote. But it's, like, all the time. Like, he just has the word evil, like, calling shit evil. Um yeah, I brought this up in the basics, but like another theme, he just offers $10,000 to prove him wrong. Like every like six to seven paragraphs on his website, like he's just like always offering. Well, in this case, he says, quote, I have offered 10000 to the evil bastards if they disprove TimeCube. They can't disprove it. So they hide like yellow belly bastards they are, end quote. So like he's not afraid to disagree and like, you know, he's like, just like speak his mind kind of thing but also you're never gonna get him to change his mind on anything no no (laughs) and then (laughs) so i just finally uh he does shit on gays randomly i would say like every like maybe 20 paragraphs there's like some weird shit so this is a quote he said quote the male god singularity and same-sex trinity equates denouncing motherhood and supporting a state of queers with a price of HIV, devastating life on Earth, end quote. So maybe he's not an LGBT supporter? Maybe he's a homophobe. (laughs) (laughs) But secretly in the closet, secretly wants to be gay. Just can't agree with it because it doesn't make sense in his cube world <laughs> in, in the minecraft world it doesn't make sense <laughs> it he's just it doesn't make sense and the cube and that's like that's like how his psyche like hat like handles him being a homosexual like it like creates this time cube world where like it can't make sense like it just doesn't yeah time cube so it's like some like weird cope <laughs> That he just like carried with him for like 60 years. <laughs> He's like, that's like some one corner shit. I'm about the four corner shit. <laughs> just like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> um, now I have a, I have a section on interesting and noteworthy passages before we round this out. 
there's a fuckload of shit that these these were pretty interesting. So the first one I have here, I'm just going to read these. He says, an open mind is a slot bucket. Think cubic. Singularity educated humans are not intelligent. The universe does not exist except as opposites with a zero value existence and the opposites together and the universe ceases to exist. Or sorry, yeah, add the opposites together and the universe ceases to exist. So what's interesting about that, there is some truth to that because like for the longest time, we even came up with this in some of our UFO topics where you have in this like quantum field that permeates the universe, these virtual particles emerging randomly and there's like an anti-particle and they, they literally cancel out to zero. So like both of them technically exist, but the conclusion of their result is that they don't exist. So like we don't notice them, but around black holes, it matters because one of the antiparticles like gets sucked into the black hole and the other one gets em- emitted. So then you like create particles out of nothing and the black hole like evaporates. This sounds crazy, but we went through this yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> in a couple podcasts. So I understand listeners are like, what the fuck are you talking about? But like my point that I'm trying to make here is there are these fundamentals that are opposites in our reality, it seems. And he's kind of just saying that. This isn't that crazy. Opposites attract. <laughs> and then cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this was a cool one because it references the Matrix, the movie. Um, he said, did you see the movie Matrix? Actually, the induced night dream world is synonymous with the academic religious induced daytime word world, enslavement of humans. Word has no inherent value as it was invented as a counterfeit and fictitious value to represent natural values in commerce. Unfortunately, human values have declined to fictitious word values. Unknowingly, you are living in a word world, as in a fictitious life in a counterfeit nation, which you could consider matrix-induced dream world. Can you distinguish the academic-induced word world from the natural, real world? Beware of the change when your brain is free from induced word world and enslavement, for you could find that the natural, real world has been destroyed. And... This one I included here because this made so much sense to me. Did this resonate with you on any level? Uh, a little bit. Um, yeah. Like I can, I'll elaborate. Like, there's, there's always this idea that, um, like you can only have concepts and ideas if you have words to describe those concepts and ideas so like to to put it another way this is just an example like in the book 1984 when it's about like this repressive this oppressive regime that's like trying to suppress people and one way that they would suppress people is remove words um that have to do with like rebellion so if there's no word for like rebellion or there's no concept of like resistance those aren't even words like how can you even think them you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying Okay. So the idea is that there's these words we use, like you can't think and you can't have thought if you don't have words. And here's a crazy stat, um, just to throw it in while we're discussing it. People who have a really 
uh, there's like a correlation. If you have a really high vocabulary, um, that correlates with like success because like you can just like think more ideas and like operate and adapt better because you, you have access to more concepts because you're just, you have ways to define it. So like what my point is like, you need to have a language and words to like exist um, optimally. So any like suppression of words um, or like free speech and things like this, this is when you get like cramps on like innovation and like, I don't know, just like terrible outcomes. And it kind of sounds like that's what he's saying. It's like you're basically we're in this word world where the only thing we can think is through the language we've been taught, but we might not have the correct words to describe certain ideas. And we're just completely ignorant to that. We can't even think it because we don't have the word. Doesn't that fuck with you? It fucks with me. Yeah. I mean, for anyone that's like bilingual, it's like, you know, the saying in one language. And then when you try and like translate to English, they're like, you're like, oh, there's no like direct translation of the word but essentially what it means is this and it's, it's it loses its meaning yeah it does yeah you hear like i'm not bilingual i know you're bilingual bilingual why can't i say that word <laughs> is it the peanut butter whiskey <laughs> yeah but like i've heard a lot of uh like poets who are translated and same with like philosophers when they translate them from like german or russian to english it's like so much of the meaning is lost and like you you just don't even know like as yeah. an english reader you just wouldn't know like if you're reading crime and punishment by like dovskyevsky like you're just not going to know what's missing from the russian you know what i mean or like nietzsche like you just like from german you just don't know it's yeah. crazy hmm. so my point this is why this one resonated with me because i'm sure like this is a bigger factor that you we're just aren't aren't aware of in certain ways and even just like there's like when you're just like growing up in like a culture, like there's kind of just words of the culture and, or just not even words, but like sentence structures and like paragraphs and you just like format things a certain way, but like you might not necessarily format it that way. If you just like thought from the ground up using words, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I think you get restricted in certain ways that way that you don't even really know. So it's just cool. We could keep going on this. There's like, I have way more examples, but I think we've kind of <laughs> made the point. It's just, I was, I just was like, yeah, this guy, this is when he started making sense to me. I was like, holy shit. Um, let's go to the next thing he had to say. This one is a little bit different. He says, your father was a fish. You evolved from an egg laid in water, fertilized by a sperm fish swimming upstream, just as salmon swim upstream to fertilize female egg laid in the water. Maybe you should worship a fish god. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck you, Avatar way cool. of water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be a good shirt. Maybe you should worship a fish god. <laughs> um, now... <laughs> This is an, so at the this is I just have some stuff to say on the MIT lecture that I came across. He said at this in the basics we said in 2002 he did this lecture it was like a student led lecture. He said that there are only four races: whites, blacks, Asian, and Indians. 
kind of going with his theory of four shit. And then in the lecture, a student, because they, they have notes on the lecture, <laughs> a student asked how other races fit into this paradigm. So obviously there's more than four. And then Ray said, they fit inside the time cube. Duh. <laughs> and then the student responded. <laughs> he responded saying that they were biracial. And then Ray responded with, you're what? <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of my class. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like literally the exchange. Like he had this like time cube theory of like race. Like he thought he had it all figured out. And then like a couple questions. He's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what? He should have canceled himself out if he's biracial. <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? Um, and I mean, this is the story in a nutshell. I have some fun facts, maybe before we hop into final thoughts here. There was a, there's a pirate metal band. Yes, a pirate metal band. They are a metal band that exclusively deals in pirates. They're called Alistrom. Um, they were inspired by Ray to write the song To the End of the World. And I looked it up. That song has like 287,000 views on YouTube. So for a pirate metal band, that's probably pretty good. <laughs> I still don't get what a pirate metal band means. You just just listen to it. You'll get it. It's very pirate. Like they pirate other people's music? No, like <laughs> like parrots and like boats and shit. Oh, so like they're... uh. Atlantic Canada band, metal band. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they're a shitty band. <laughs> Arr, they're a shitty band. <laughs> but they just, you know, they're a pirate metal band. Um, you can check them out. That's their song. Um, Ray, according to this, is another fun fact. Ray's research cost $250,000. And he funded it with credit cards. This is according to him. He spent a quarter, funny, a quarter of a million dollars. That's one over four. That's cubic in some sense. Three of four shit. And he put it all on credit cards. On four different credit cards? Or 16 <laughs> different credit cards? <laughs> he's like arguing with the credit card company. That yeah. He's got like 16 different providers and he's like only going to pay four of them. He's like, no, 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 no. It's really just four fours i'm only paying four and they're like no you owe like you have 16 different bills dude yeah and he's like no i paid my bill tomorrow i know i paid it tomorrow <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> in your tomorrow i paid it okay yeah. now leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> leave me the fuck alone <laughs> you one corner dumbass <laughs> 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 um so okay the last fun fact there's this one guy his name's cube head and he made an entire website that expanded on ray's theories you can also find this on the Wayback machine too and it was like a lot of work i looked into it it kind of seemed like there was a mocking tone to it um, but the guy spent so much fucking time proving proving i'm doing quotation marks Ray's theories he did like an axiomatic proof where he it was like spinoza style like 
where he put out a set of axioms, like five axioms, and then he'd be like, if you believe one and two, that means proposition one is correct. And if you believe one and three, you can't deny proposition one. So like using the axioms, you can make more propositions. And then if you get like 10 propositions, you can be like proposition two, three, and five. If you believe those, you must believe this. So it's kind of like, that's what an axiomatic proof is. It's like you start with a few statements and then you make an entire argument. And if you agree with the first statements, you can't disprove it. It's like logically consistent. Okay. The guy did it. I don't agree with the axiom, <laughs> but he did it. And it's a lot of work to do that. It's crazy. There was a philosopher in uh, either 1500s or 1600s, maybe 1500s, Spinoza. He did the same thing to prove the existence of God. It's fucking nuts. That would be a fun topic. Listeners want to hear that. Hmm. But like that's, that's the idea. He also did an epistemological proof and a scientific proof. And I was just like, that's a fuckload of work. And this guy did that. So you can check that out if you're interested. His name was Cubehead. And he did more work on the time cube theory than I think Ray did. <laughs> so, yeah. Having said all that, I don't know. Should we hop into final thoughts, perhaps? Yeah, let's do it. So, Dizzo, what... Uh, What's your take, if any? Is there some truth? No, there's not. Sorry, I hate to break it to you, but like the theory is based on unverified and unprovable claims. Like it makes sense logically in his mind, but it can't make sense in anybody else's mind, and you can't change his mind on it either. Yeah. Um, and even like, there's been no motivation for the scientific community to find any evidence to support the theory because it's not viable or credible of the nature and reality that we live in today. And then I don't know, but the scientific community has also uh, said that it violates several fundamental principles of physics, chemistry, and math which makes it impossible to be true. Yeah, so it's just... Yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's just a guy that got so into his own theory that to him, it's 100% true. And no matter what you say, you can't argue against him. Yeah. And that's why like, I, I can't... Yeah, I can't get behind any of it, really. No, I, I'm actually I'm in a complete agreement. I want to jump in mockingly and support the time cube theory, as the students did at MIT and the other institute. But no, like I don't buy this theory at all. But I like the idea of like some fringe guy thinking about shit and like proposing it to the world just for the sheer. I mean, that's how free speech should work and like science should work or anything. People should just present the ideas. And it's like, if they're bad ideas, they get shit on yeah. <laughs> and like they can't, they're not viable, but if they're good, they work, Yeah, you know? He's like the, so I like that. He's like the Charlie Zelenoff of the scientific community. 
<laughs> he's just like, no, nope, just... I proved it. I win. <laughs> Instead of going to like Planet Fitness and like fighting like gym goers, he's like going to MIT and like fighting profs and yeah. shit with his words. <laughs> He's like, there's only whites, blacks, <laughs> Asians, and Indians. And this guy's like, I'm biracial. And what? Fight me right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, I don't know. It's just interesting. If you read, I highly implore listeners, we go just read for five minutes what he's saying. And like, you start, you start you kind of like get locked into the jargon. Yeah. And like when he start when he says things, you're like, oh, this is what he means when he says, like, for instance, we were getting tripped up on the one corner thing. When you read him a little bit, you, you, that kind of starts to make a little sense, like as you're reading, because you just see how he structures it in sentences. And you're like, oh, okay, this is what he means. It's interesting. And you kind of like, I don't know. It's just, it's just fun. It's fun. I think yeah. overall, it's what it is. It's just fun. I wonder if uh, today's day and age would make his like head explode if he met somebody and they're like yeah i'm a transgender <laughs> gay furry he'd be like what <laughs> head explodes <laughs> hey well hey here's the thing if if that was the case his head would explode but if they were a transgender gay furry minority <laughs> then it's perfectly consistent with his theory <laughs> I guess. Then he's sixteenth of everything. <laughs> then he's, he's four just like four. <laughs> <laughs> he's like getting antsy as they're talking. Like I'm a trans, whatever the fuck. Yeah. He's like waiting for the fourth thing to be said. He's like ah, and they say it, and he's like relieved. <sighs> it makes sense. Uh, whatever somebody's saying, sense. he's always like thinking the opposite. He's like, okay, I'm gonna cancel that out, cancel that out, cancel that out. And they're like, what do you think of this? He's like, you didn't say anything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a fun theory. It reminds it's just like one of those crazy guys that uh has a I don't know. It's just I think it's cool that this guy was existed and he he was on the news. He was on like they weren't called podcasts at the time, but they would have like internet radio interviews. He went to like did some lectures. I just think it's cool. It's a cool story of history of the of the weird internet. Um and that's good. I'm glad yeah. it was recommended. And at the end of the day, his credit card debt was erased when he died. So no harm, no <laughs> foul to anyone. <laughs> Dude, that makes so much sense. Because it's like, you know, how opposites cancel. <laughs> yeah. There's something there where like his all of his debt was canceled when he died. Because so, like, he doesn't exist anymore. So you can't have a debt if you don't exist. Yeah, it can't like it like it canceled or something. Yeah. I don't know. I can't make sense of it. It's too complex. But I'm actually I mean, a cute yeah, guy. Cube head. Um. Okay, let's roll out of it. Thank you to Sidestepping the Sun for making the intro and outro music to the podcast. Uh, Canadian rock band. Shout out to Ellie Kitako Hot Sauce, still unofficial sponsor of the podcast. Um. I just like the hot sauce. Going to keep shouting them out every episode. I just think if you like spicy food and I like spicy food, you'd probably like this hot sauce. It's habanero based. So it's not basic ketchup shit. It's got a lot of spice to it and there's no calories. So if you need to flavor up your, you know, protein source that's very bland, you can do that. 
and it's just good. Put it on a lot of shit. Sandwiches, eggs, pancakes. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I just heard it in a different, uh, like, order. (laughs) If... Here's what I heard. I just put it on a lot of shit sandwiches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's hard out there. That's all you got. You got to flavor it up. God, I was gonna, you could make some weird jokes with that shit. Yeah. Just like some like what are they? What are those people like? An activist just like hears the podcast. All of a sudden, they're like I've solved hunger in Africa. We must send all the Africans. Oh, you could tackle hot sauce. You know, like they're like eating clay and shit. Yeah. Like, just put hot sauce on it. It gets like a fucking activist behind it. Oh, like some spicy dumb shit. clay. Mmm. <laughs> it tastes so good. Now my insides are heavy and on fire. Thanks, El <laughs> I think any chance we had of a sponsorship now or It'll equal out. Shut <laughs> we'll get sponsored by Red Hot Sauce. Because <laughs> they put that shit on everything. <laughs> that shit's the devil, man. I'm on. It is. I don't agree with that shit. I'm going to bleep that when it gets said in the podcast. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's. What else do we got to say? Um. Yeah, drinks will be featured on our Instagram from this podcast. If you would like to uh, follow us on Instagram, you can go there. You get updates on our episodes when they drop on Wednesday. And we have our drink recipes posted there, too. You can find... Um, Isa, what the fuck else? We're on socials. <laughs> um, we do have a website, so it's uh, theswervepodcast.com. And on that website, you can see kind of all the web episodes we've done, links to Spotify, Apple, all that. Uh, you'll also have a form where you can give us your drink recommendations as well as topic recommendations. And then as well, just another shout out to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the swerve podcast, simple structure, two tiers. There's a $1 ride the wave tier gives you access to the episodes we release monthly on there, as well as all the episodes we've released so far. And then the $3 slap the ass tier, which will give you, um, access to those episodes, shout outs on the podcast, and you'll get every episode, both the main that we release to the general public and the Patreon episodes a few days before anyone else. Yeah. Sick. Um, what the fuck else? Having said that, I think, are we, we're, are we done? Just one more thing. Oh, we have, no, go oh, ahead. you could go. I was going to say we have sticker packs. Yeah. We're still giving out sticker packs. Um, uh, while the supplies last, if you leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcast, or just leave a review really on anything and make a case, like we've had people be like, "Hey, I subbed to you on uh, or sorry, YouTube. I shared some of your shit, and I liked you here and there, and I'm following you here. Can I have stickers?" We say yes always. So basically, five-star written review on Apple Podcast, or make a case for yourself. We'll send you out, mail you out some stickers. They're weatherproof. They're pretty dope. Um, and Izzo, you had something else to say? I was gonna mention the sticker packs as well. So, okay, yeah. fair enough. I think that's it. Slap. With that, what? 
Slap. Am I doing it or are you doing it? <laughs> Slap the ass. Slap that ass. <laughs> right away. doesn't like academia he's just um, a school shooter that grew up 